Welcome to the additional podcast called Divorce Tips, where I answer some of the most asked questions regarding before, during, and after divorce. These are 10-minute golden nugget episodes to give you as much information as possible from a divorce expert. That's me. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of No One Dies from Divorce Tips, where every week I give you small little nuggets of information to help you not only survive, but thrive through divorce. Today, we are talking about taxes and divorce. I know this gets super confusing, and a lot of times I have to refer you to your tax accountant, but I can give you some general information that will help you with this that sometimes maybe you didn't even know. So the first thing you should know is that if you are married as of December 31st of every year, you can file jointly married with your spouse, even if you've been separated that entire year. So you want to look at this. Okay, we're maybe not finalized with our divorce. We've been separated, but we are married December 31st. So therefore we can file jointly married. The reason why this might benefit you is for tax purposes. When you file married separately, you lose some of those benefits of being the house of um, head of household and you lose some of the marital benefits and therefore your taxes might go up. So I always suggest that when we're going through a divorce, we are going to file taxes that are the best and mutually benefit for both of you. Now, sometimes you're like, I don't want to file taxes with my spouse because he makes all the money and he's going to owe all the money. Well, that's okay. A lot of times with that, we still file jointly, but they get a benefit. So the tax liability is way less. And since you're married and they're making all the money, they usually end up having to pay the liability. The other benefit is a lot of times is that if you file married jointly, that there'll be a refund. And you'll be entitled to some of that, if not half of it. In Utah, usually it's half. So that could be a benefit as well. If you've never worked, if you're not working, there is no purpose of you filing separately because you're not going to get any benefit from any of the deductions, the child tax exemptions. And therefore, you're not, it's, it makes no sense. In fact, I believe in you, in America, you only, ha- you have to make more than a certain amount of money to even file taxes. And so if you're below that, they don't even require you to file. But I'm not going to specifically state that number because I'm not quite sure. Again, you might want to refer to your tax accountant or to whatever entity you use to file your taxes. But sometimes you're like, well, my my husband or my wife own their own business. They're a little squampus with their tax returns. I don't trust them. And therefore, it makes sense for protection-wise that you file separately. That's totally okay. But what you want to make sure you do is you're talking to your spouse or you're talking with your attorney to make sure that both parties are on board with that. Because the other thing that you fight a lot about when it comes to taxes and divorce is, well, who gets to claim the kids? Especially right now, we're fighting about this a lot because whoever claimed the kids in 2020 is currently getting that upfront benefit monthly right now for um, the new tax benefit that, um, you know, our 
lovely Congress and Senate passed. So that's a big issue because it's whoever files gets that benefit right now. But next year, you're like, okay, for 2021, who am I going to claim as my kids for dependents? And you're going to have to get that information. If you are separated and you've never thought about that, a lot of times they're going to split the exemptions. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes one person is going to get all of them and then you do every other year. But you have to get that agreement. Because what will happen is if you have no agreement, it's kind of a race to the file. Because if the Social Security number gets in first, it's going to get accepted. And the the second person that then files with that social security number is going to get rejected. But man, is that going to get somebody angry? And is that going to cost so much time and money to go back, refile, figure out what's going on? And then maybe they'll take you to court and all those exemptions or whatever you did um, on your own, you have to refile and you're going to have to pay the cost to amend your tax filing. And if you got money back, you're going to have to pay that back to the IRS. So it's just never a good idea to just go out and do your taxes without an agreement with your spouse. And if you can't get an agreement, it's got to be left to court. Remember, tax filing, you know, the first week of April or whenever it is. But a lot of times you can do extensions all the way to October, which when you're getting a divorce sometimes makes sense because then you can really work out and flush out the agreement. So you make sure your taxes are correct when you file. A couple other things with taxes and divorce. Remember that um, in the Trump administration a few years ago they made it to where alimony is tax deductible to the person paying it so the person receiving alimony it's not income to you child support is also taxed to the person paying it so if you're receiving child support that is tax-free money to you you want to be looking at that when you are um, doing the negotiations for your financial settlement and your divorce because you want to account for that. Your tax rate is going to be higher because you're making more money. The shift of income is not helping you on your tax benefit. I felt like that change in the tax code actually hurt families rather than help them. But that's what we're living with right now. So you want to keep those in um, your mind and you want to make sure that you have an attorney that understands taxes to do what is best for you, your future and your family. Thanks. Join me next week. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed, please subscribe, follow and share. I'd love to hear your questions and feedback. You can contact me at community at See you next time. I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney. Any advice given on the podcast is general and shall not be construed as legal advice.